Alcum way ute. Agus change may. Hello, hey, Ani J. I thought I was a. Uh, As a, it's a Oenge. Obre? I thought I was having a uh, aneurysm. You might be. I might, you might be. be. Do you ever uh, uh, practice secret languages like Pig Latin? No. I know a little bit of Hebrew. That's about it. Ooh, is Hebrew like Pig Latin? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Hebrew, hey. That probably sounds offensive when I say is, is Hebrew like yeah. Pig Latin. But you know what? Everybody out there searching for controversy, get off of it, okay? Yeah. This is a non-controversial zone. I'm not trying to have hot takes. You are. I just nailed, are you okay? I nailed my teeth so hard with this uh, Mega Strange mug. So uh, all those people who asked for this, you don't want it because it will break your teeth. I know. I thought I was just going to move on and give you a moment to recover, but it was so like uh, reverberating. It was jarring. Yeah, I felt like I felt like uh, <laughs> when someone hits a uh, tuning fork. Like, that was you. You yeah. were you were getting attuned and welcome viewers because you are all getting attuned as well. You're getting your chakras realigned today. And if they're not currently realigned, they will be by the end of today's episode. You're in the right spot. This is the latest episode of Mega Strange. We're your hosts, Derek and Johnny. Hello. Johnny is feeling, um, do you want to explain what's going on with your facial hair? Because the fans at home have obviously noticed that you've shaved and you're just acting all so nonchalant. But I think it's a funny story. Uh, okay. Why don't you, and if you're listening in the audio podcast, let me describe what Johnny looks like today. Clean cut. Okay. Young. Fresh faced, baby faced. You're baby faced, bro. Uh, I'm a baby face. Uh, no, I was shaving. I was trying to trim my beard because uh, I had a bit of a neck beard going on. And uh, sometimes when I try to do the line under my neck, uh, I hate I hate having that line under my neck. Yeah, I hate the way it looks. So I try to like blend it. Uh. So like I'll start at a one, do my neck. And then I'll go to like a four and like try to blend it in. Well, apparently I didn't switch to the four. I, sw I was still on the one. So I went like, Bruh. and then it was like, oh, there's a line on my face. I should just commit. Where was the line? Like right here? It was like, like here. What, it was like an inch thick. Yeah. Should have left it. I cool. should have. Uh, but I, I was, I had this moment like, all right, fuck it. Let's just keep going. It's, uh, cause I still had the guard on. I was like, one shouldn't be like to my skin. It should be like a little hair. And as I was doing it, I was like, nah, it's just uh, all gone now. And, uh, I had to go tea for a second. I was like, this sucks. I went to a mustache and I looked like, uh, I looked like Paul Bearer that remember that one time I shit the same thing happened last time when I looked like Paul Bearer. I don't recall. Yeah. I had a mustache and I kept doing like Paul Bearer face because, uh, the same thing happened where I tried to shave the line on my neck and I fucked it up again. Well, so this, this seems to happen a lot. My vote was you should have kept the stone cold slash nineties baseball player goatee because yeah. that needs to come back and you could have really rocked it. Everybody who rocks a Can't. goatee is kind of like, uh, you know, like a truck driving off road, Froden beer chugging dude. And you could have claimed the goatee back for the cool artistic type like they did mm -hmm. it in the 50s. Bongo players, yeah. you know, uh, beatniks, beat poets. I, I can Allen Ginsberg style. Didn't he have a huge beard? Uh, it started as a little goatee. <laughs> That's when he did his best work. I, I can't have a goatee because I look like the worst nerd 
that you've ever fucking seen. Like just straight up, like I'm going to tell you about uh, my fucking graded comic books. Like that kind of nerd. I look like, uh, like I have like, uh, I'm into making chain mail in my spare time or, or I collect pelts. Well, leave a comment in the chat what facial hair you think Johnny should rock as he brings it back. Should he go back to full beard? Do you like it? Clean shaven? Do you want to see mustache or goatee? Let us know in the comments down below. And uh, yeah, I've had people tell me, like see younger photos of me and be like, you look so much better without a beard. And I just think, uh, I don't know. I like the beard. I'm getting ready to shave this all off. I'm going to oh, go shit. clean shaven. I think 2022, 2023, the 2020s is going to be the era of the clean shaven, glamorous man. And you I'm going to yeah. lead. I'm going to lead the charge. You know, I remember being 18, uh, 2004, and I decided, you know, I'm going to grow a beard. And this was back when beards were not in style, and yeah. everybody made fun of me. And then guess what? Everybody grew a beard. Well, I'm going to change the tide again. Yeah, you went from lip ring to beard to mustache. I think it's time for a new era. I, I'm trying to think like what you could pull off. I think uh I think I need a new hair, dude. I need, need to like shave my head. Dude, you should get like a like a straight like fade. Like you should get faded up. Yeah, I could pull that off. Wear some chains. I think I could yeah. I think I could get real uh eclectic and eccentric yeah. <laughs> with my look. Uh thank Start you for joining grills. us. I'm not gonna wear a grill. Oh. That's where I draw it. You can wear a grill. I want to, but I feel like I'm way too fucking lame for grills. Not if you had a goatee, bro. That's all I'm going to say. Dude, a goatee and grills, I'd look like a fucking king. king. I would, dude, king. people would try to sell me meth. You would have such a... You'd get famous with that look. <laughs> the look now we're talking. is the hardest part to dial in. When you're talking about getting famous, famous people who have gotten over often talk about this. You can have the tools. You can have the talent. You can have the skill. But if you're missing the look... That's the hardest part. Yeah. The look that embodies everything on the inside. And you with a goatee and a grill, that's a look that would take you to the top. I think I would. that would be like some riffraff shit. I would definitely look like, uh, what's his name in Spring Breakers? Uh, Franco. Franco. I almost said Dave Franco, but I think that's his brother. Jay Franco. James Franco. Well, um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here, Johnny. Thanks for being here, viewers, the mega strangers out there. By the way, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe and turn on notifications to our YouTube yes, channel please. and follow us on social media. I guess you don't have to follow us on Twitter anymore. Uh, you can just focus on the Instagram. I get I'd make a strange uh, podcast on Instagram. You might want to get in on the Twitter so you can say like I was the last person to follow the Mega Strange account before Twitter was gone. Yeah, Twitter is um imploding as we speak. So if you're watching this a few years from now, you're probably going to be like, "What's Twitter?" What the fuck? And we're like, "Who are these guys?" Yeah. It's uh it was a thing. It was a thing. Follow us on all social media. Yes, Thanks for being here. Help out for the cause. Spread the word. Share this episode with a friend who you think might like it. And maybe they will like it because today's episode is going to tap into a subject we've covered a couple of times on the show. And it's always a hit. It's a popular subject. Conspiracy theories okay. from Hollywood. Whoa, baby. It's my favorite place to go to get these fucked up fucking raunchy ass stories. Dude, yep. what is going on in Holly Weird? It is the most Quaaludes. It is the most drug-fueled, brain-twisted, 
mega strange brain <laughs> location in America. Uh, only freaks, only true freaks are born and bred in Los Angeles. By the way, shouts out to our Los Angeles fans. Oh, yeah. Our analytics on Google says that Los Angeles is the number one city for Mega Strange viewers in America. It's neck and neck with New York City. Number three, you're never going to guess this, our hometown, oh. San Diego. Shouts out to San Diego, New York, <laughs> Los Angeles, and Chicago, our number oh. four. Uh, most viewed city. What's up with Chicago? Why? Why? I, I like Chicago. I was surprised to see they were our fourth uh, biggest audience population city. They're just waiting to see who we align with CM Punk or Colt Cabana. Those are our homie. Uh, that's where our homies, uh, the, the Thought, Thought Cops, Cops, are from. And, and we uh, did an episode of their show a few months back. So we have some ties with Chi Town, with Second City, with the city that never sleeps. As well, that's New York City, different city. But we're talking about <laughs> Chicago right now. Yeah, uh, biggest wrestling city I think in in America. I no way, say. that's Chicago. got that's definitely got to be San Francisco. You think so? No, no. it's something oh. like Memphis or Dallas. Yeah, I guess Memphis. It's probably Memphis. But uh, today we're talking Hollywood, Hollyweird, Hollyweed, Hollyweed. It's where the celebrities live. They it's die. Uh, it's where the celebrities die. It's where the celebrities do everything. And celebrities, they're just like us. They have secrets. They have embarrassing things that happen to them. They have things that they don't want anybody to know about. Just like us. They, yeah. But what, what's different about celebrities from you and I, they have millions of dollars to spend to help cover up these little secrets. Okay. To hope that they never come out. When I uh, first visited L.A., I was with my friend Alec, and he was uh, obsessed with trying to find the condo where Bella Lugosi died. Bella Lugosi died in a condo? Yeah, dude. And it, I think all the information's out there. You can go to the condo and, and the, his specific room number. That's really sad. Yeah, right? That's so sad. Dude, was Dracula? Well, um, like you and your friend, a lot of people out there are always hunting for or the truth of the matter. They want to like pull back the veil. They want to get underneath the story, dig down deep, deep dive, and find out what really happened. But sometimes, sometimes I think the desire to find a story is so strong, nothing's going to stop you. And you might find a story even when there is no story there. You know what I mean? Sometimes these conspiracy theories come out and they're just so strange. And they make you wonder, like, how could these ever get started? Like, who would believe these to begin with? Well, today I have, in my opinion, some of the more bizarre conspiracy theories okay. from Hollywood. Now, we've covered this topic a couple of times on the show. We've talked about Avril Lavigne dying and being replaced. We've talked about Andrew W.K., Dying and being replaced. We talked about Paul McCartney dying and being replaced. We talked about Led Zeppelin selling their souls to the devil to make music. What were some other conspiracies we talked about from Hollywood and movies? Uh, Do you remember any of them? No, I. It, it's all kind of a blur to me. I think we, Marilyn Monroe uh, was uh, killed by the CIA. Yes, yeah, we talked yeah. about that one. Uh, fuck, dude. I wish I could remember. I think Andrew WK was an industry plant. I don't yeah. know if he died. Um, well, today's stories are going to, uh, outdo all of those. And oh. I'm really excited 
to see what you think about some of these. Um, this first one is actually a thinker. There's there's more evidence that you would think to suggest this first one. I'd rather a thinker than a stinker. Uh, it's going to make you laugh. And the person involved definitely doesn't want it to be a stinker because if it was a stinker, they would smell it oh so well. Or maybe they wouldn't. That's the nature of this conspiracy theory. Okay. Are you familiar with the musician Stevie Wonder? Yes. Now, what is Stevie Wonder famous for? Uh, playing piano. Yeah. Can you name a Stevie Wonder song? Uh, 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 Let me help you out. Ebony and Ivory. Wild Wild West. Oh. Did you write that? We're coming straight to the Wild that wasn't Wild West. Will Smith? Let me uh, help you out again. Men in Black. That's isn't that also Will Smith? Uh, Men in Black. I'm trying to remember how the Men in Black song goes. Uh, what the fuck is happening with my brain today? <laughs> I, I just I sang, know the fucking sang, Men in Black song. I just sang Wild Wild West. Yeah, that now I can't it fucked stop me up. They're wild, so similar. Fuck. Uh, 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 the good guys dressed in black. Remember yeah. that, just in case you've ever come into some alien contact. My brain is, is going like, well, come to the man in black. <laughs> That's what my brain is doing. <laughs> Fucked it up. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, here comes the man in black. Oh, yeah, here comes the man in black. Yeah, well, Stevie Wonder wrote that. I'd like purge my brain for a second. Galaxy Defenders. Uh, uh. Stevie Wonder has written so many amazing hit songs. Yeah. That were later stolen by Will Smith in the 90s. Smith. But they were just as popular in the 70s when he wrote them. Intervisions, classic album, a couple others that I can't remember. Uh, but in case you didn't know this, do, do you know what is why they what what is so wondrous about Stevie Wonder? What's what his uh you know he, his uh, big thing is he's gay, but blind. Blind. <laughs> uh <laughs> he's blind. Uh you know, everybody knows that about Stevie Wonder. He's been blind since he was a child. He was a child prodigy of music, blind for 50 years yeah. in, the, in the public eye. Well, what if I was to tell you mm -hmm. that Stevie Wonder, according to some people in Hollywood, is not blind? Uh, is not, is actually not blind. Hold yeah. on, hold on, Johnny. Yeah. Can see, and it's all an act. I've definitely heard this conspiracy theory before, and I I feel like he. I could see him being like only blind in one eye or something, but like I don't know. Like that's weird. Check this out. Stevie Wonder wasn't actually born blind. Okay, but he was born six weeks early, mm. and due to his status as a premature baby. He was put in an incubator so that he would have extra time to develop, but he received, unfortunately, he received too much oxygen while he was in treatment, and it caused a condition um, called retinopathy of prematurity, ROP, which is an eye disorder that caused his blindness. Okay. But over the years... People have questioned if he has actually lost his sight. One of the biggest smoking guns, if you will, is a video 
from the year 2010. We're going back 12 years. Stevie Wonder. I was like, it took 2010 for them to be like, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. This guy uh, first debuted in the year 1963. Like, wait. And it wasn't until 2010 we were like, this motherfucker could see. (laughs) Well, yeah, actually, that's exactly what happened. Okay. Because this uh, video from the White House came out. The White House got involved. Stevie Wonder was performing with a bunch of other famous musicians, including Paul McCartney. And Paul McCartney, by the way, this is the fake Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is the Paul McCartney who replaced the real Paul McCartney. So this is the Venn diagram where the two conspiracy theories cross over. Mm. They were singing Hey Jude. We have a video of this. We okay. Can, we can show the video, but we're going to have to mute the audio because the McCartney heads out there are so litigious. If we play Hey Jude, we're going to get sued. Exactly. Oh. Should I describe the video or should I just let the video? I'm going to let the video speak for itself. I'm down with that. Paul McCartney knocks over a microphone. Watch what happens. Right, Nancy Ready? Pelosi's there. Hey, Jude. Jerry Seinfeld sang it. Oh, 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 oh. oh Do you catch it? Mo- I, motherfucker I, caught it. What? I've Wait, is that like Rod? Or, oh, that's David Lee Roth. It looks like David Lee Roth caught it. It's Stevie Wonder oh, shit. with the glasses. Look at that. Look at that. He, 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 he just puts his left hand out and catches the microphone so so quickly. Yeah. So quick. Go ahead. Let it play from the beginning. I want to see Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden again. <laughs> Is that actually them? Is that the White House? <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. So they know. They're in on the conspiracy. Also, why is Jerry Springer singing Hey Jude? Boom. He just catches it so nonchalant. Look how he turns his head as if he, he could see it going down. I do want to point out Paul McCartney fucking nails his head. Really? Oh, wait. He's yeah. Like, boom. <laughs> like he fucking. He did. But that's uh, <laughs> that's the replacement, Paul. Yeah, you can see he he is uh, bracing for it. That's crazy. Yeah, he's anticipating it. Like I said, I could see him being like eighty percent blind, but being able to make out like shapes and stuff. Because th- I think people are blind like that, right? Um. Well, let's. Uh, I have I have other uh, examples here. Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, in, Shaq. T- in 2019, told a story um, on an episode of Inside the NBA in 2019 where he said that he got onto an elevator unannounced in a Los Angeles apartment building. Yeah. And Stevie Wonder was on the elevator. And Stevie Wonder said, could see him and said, what's up, Shaq? How you doing, big dog? Okay, like I said, I could I could definitely see him being like. There's a clip which we can't show because we will definitely get flagged. It's from the Kelly Clarkson show. Oh, you can look this up online if you want. And on it, singer Lionel Richie tells a story where he was hang. He believes uh, Stevie Wonder can see. He says, "I've been spending my whole life with him, thinking he can see. I know he can see." Mm. And he, he tells a story on the show where he's hanging out with Stevie Wonder at his house. And Stevie Wonder says, uh, oh, I got a new song I want to show you. Let's go listen to it in the car. Okay. And he goes, okay. And he's like, all right, you sit on the passenger side. So Lionel Richie gets on the passenger side. And Stevie Wonder gets on the driver's side and starts playing the song. And then out of nowhere, puts the car in reverse. and starts backing down the driveway and driving the car. Then he stops. He goes, gotcha. But Lionel Richie is like, he can see. Okay. I like I, I just I want to know what 
is t- like because I know like legally blind, you could still see out of one eye. I think. I think it's just mostly like legally blind means you can't drive vehicles, right? He's driving vehicles. That's what, no, I'm just. I mean, like he shouldn't have, but uh, I I just feel like you they're like what's okay. considered legally blind, you could still kind of see. Dig this, Johnny. Oh, dig this then. In 2016, the actor Anthony Anderson Mm. went on the Stephen Colbert show and told a story about how he was at a charity free throw competition (laughs) with Stevie Wonder and Stevie Wonder won. Whoa. He won a free throw competition against an actor who is fully capable of seeing (laughs) And he beat him at basketball. I, I don't know how good. Who was that? And Anderson, Anthony Anderson insisted. Anthony Anderson just must be real bad at basketball. He, he says, got fucking smoked by a blind guy. He told Stephen Colbert, quote, Stevie can see it's just an act. <laughs> oh, my God. So that is the conspiracy theory. Uh, there is no confirmation that Stevie Wonder is 100% blind, mm. like you say. So perhaps partial blindness can account for some people's skepticism. The human body is also known to compensate for a loss of sight with the um, strengthening of other senses like hearing and smell. But I don't know, man. He beat a guy in a fucking free throw competition. Yeah. I think he, (laughs) like I said, I think he's legally blind, which I think, uh, I think he could see a little bit. That would be my guess. I don't know much about him. Interestingly enough, there is a video from the Grammys from 1989. Okay. Where um, it's one of the rare occasions where he gives an interview and kind of removes his facial wear. And you can see that he definitely has eye damage. Mm. So I don't know. The jury's out. I don't know. Stevie Wonder personally. But if I did, I might say he could see. All right. That's the first one. Okay. I, I thought that one was funny. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Got a kick out of that one. Check this one. This one uh, is not going to shock you because you don't know who this guy is. Oh, okay. But let's pull up the picture here. All right, ready? Yeah. <clears throat> this is Ronan Farrow. Okay, related to Mia Farrow? This is the son of Mia Farrow okay. and Woody Allen. Okay. This is Woody Allen's son. Damn, he got the fucking, he got the fucking Aryan ass vibes. <laughs> like for his dad being Jewish, like he looks fuck, he looks fucking Norwegian as fuck. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this guy, I just need to take this guy down a peg for a second. He looks like a fucking. If you told me this was fucking Jeremy Skarsgård, I'd believe you. I'd be like, oh, do they have another brother. That's cool. Well, it's interesting that you say that because uh, Ronan was born in 1987. When Mia Farrow was engaged in a long-term relationship with Woody Allen, by that point, she had acted in a ton of his movies, Mm. and they had a large family together. Mia had three biological sons from a previous marriage, plus five adopted children when when Ronan was born. That's eight children. And in the three years after he was born, I'm sorry, in the 10 years after he was born, she adopted five more kids. So he was eventually a part of a 13-child family. I'm going to come back to us. Let's try to keep him on the screen. No, it's fine. Now, a lot of people are familiar with the accusations against Woody Allen yeah. that he abused one of the 13 children, mm-hmm. um, not Dylan, but Dylan's sister. I'm sorry, Ronan 
not Ronan, but Ronan's sister, Dylan. Anyways, since those accusations from the 90s, Ronan Farrow has not had a relationship with his father, Woody Allen. Woody Allen went on to marry Ronan's sister, yeah. Soon Yi. And he's given a quote that said, because of that situation, um, Woody, Woody Allen is my father, and but he's also my brother-in-law. And he's like, and that is a, a ethical and moral, like, uh, you know, conundrum that I don't feel comfortable with. Yeah, so, dude. so he doesn't maintain a relationship. As with would I. Woody Allen. But Mia Farrow, uh, Woody Allen was not her first husband. In mm. fact, let me pull up the dates here. In July of 1966, July 19, 1966, at age 21, Mia Farrow married then 50-year-old Rat Pack superstar Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes? Old Blue Eyes. They were only married for two years before Frank Sinatra served her with divorce papers, famously while she was on set of Rosemary's Baby. Nice. But people have said that Frank Sinatra was Mia Farrow's one true love in life. Okay. And it's been said that they never truly divorced and they never truly ended the relationship. Some people think that Ronan Farrow is actually the son of Frank Sinatra. That would make sense why he doesn't he looks like a fucking Norwegian. Let's pull up a side-by-side -side picture <laughs> of Ronan Farrow and Frank Sinatra. Okay, the nose very similar. Some very, people say forehead exactly. They point to the forehead wrinkles specifically and kind of the structure of the forehead. Uh people who draw this comparison. You said he didn't look like Woody Allen. I wish I could see a photo of him and Woody Allen together because I feel like he has like Woody Allen's eyes. Like I feel like Woody Allen has similar like eye shape. Yeah. But uh, and definitely I, Mia Farrow lips. Yeah. I. <laughs> but he looks like such a little fucking like I told you, he looks like a fucking scars guard. It's true. Well, when Mia Farrow was asked point blank if there was uh, any truth to the rumors that Frank Sinatra was Ronan's father. Her answer was possibly. Okay. Possibly. I mean, this would make sense. Like if, if he has any inkling of that, I, it would make sense why he wouldn't want to really be around uh, Woody Allen. I mean, Woody Allen's also a piece of shit. I understand why he's yeah. not going to be around him regardless, but. Um, Ronan uh, has always been very close with Nancy Sinatra Jr. and Nancy Sinatra Sr. Okay. So he's very close to the Sinatra family. They love him. Yeah. Woody Allen himself has said that anything is possible. He says, in my opinion, Ronan is my child. I think he is, but I wouldn't bet my life on it. So, regardless. Uh, yeah, Woody that, Allen, really good judge of character. Yeah. You know, he knows. <laughs> so, you know, that's a rumor out there. There's the conspiracy theory. Yeah. No, I, I could definitely, I want to go back to the photo here. I, I see it. But I feel like if you put any two photo of people together, I'll see it regardless. Uh, well, I can definitely see yeah. his relationship to Mia Farrow, his yes. mom. I could see the resemblance there. I only slightly see the resemblance to Woody Allen kind of, yeah, in the eyes. Um, the, bl the blue eyes is like a big one too, but I, I think 
Didn't Mia Farrow also have blue eyes? Yeah, yeah. So there's that one. There's that conspiracy. Okay. And I have one more for you here. Sure. And this is the big one. The big this one. This is the mother of all conspiracies. The mother of all conspiracy. All conspiracy theories stem from this. Stem from this. <clears throat> George Bush did 9-11. George Bush. 9-11. That's unrelated to this conspiracy oh. theory. Well, maybe, but we're not going to talk about that today. Okay. A lot was going on in the 2000s. But George Bush and the CIA had a secret agent working for them. A propaganda agent who was infiltrating the American public at a level so sophisticated, this person took over the news cycle and was used to distract the American population Can a, I guess who away, it is? away from the misdeeds of George Bush. I have, I have an amazing guess for this. Who? I'm not even looking. I'm trying to think in the early 2000s who became a sensation out of nowhere. William Hung. No. Fuck. William Hung was not cut out for this. That would be amazing if he was like a sleeper cell. The agent that I am talking about is none other than Britney Spears. Oh. Well, wasn't she big in the 90s, though? No. Oh. Britney Spears. Well, here's... Do you want to hear? Sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm, you have your own. I'm excited. You have your own conspiracy theories. Yeah. About when was Britney Spears uh, popular? I created my own headcanon that fucking William Hung was a secret sleeper cell. Here's this. This one goes back. There's backstory to this. Okay. So here's where it is. In the in 2001, on September 6th, 2001, at the 2001 VMAs. MTV Video Music Awards. That was the night that Britney Spears famously wore a python and performed the song Slave for You. For the I remember that. For the first time ever. She debuted it to the world. Uh, less than one week later, 9-11 happened. And it was a tragedy. Yeah. And frankly, no one was talking about Britney Spears and the snake dance anymore. The single Slave for You came out a few weeks later and it peaked at number 27. And this was the beginning of the end for Britney Spears. Possibly due to the fact that she was not heavily featured in the news cycle as her PR team had anticipated. Oh, I know what you're going to go get into. The PR team was upset that her single was not performing well. Her third album was on the verge of failing. And so it has been said that they reached out to the Bush administration to do a PR trading treaty. Okay. And this is the beginning of the conspiracy theory that this deal resulted in the Bush administration using Britney Spears to distract the public whenever the Bush administration needed her to go into action to do so. So she shaved her head. That comes later. Okay. 
The first instance of this treaty <laughs> is on the date February 16th, 2002. This is going to blow your mind. Okay. We're going to see how deep this rabbit hole goes. Check this out. February 16th, 2002, President George Bush announces a plan, a plan to bury 57 years worth of radioactive nuclear waste. Where? In the Yucca Mountain in the Nevada desert right here in America. We're just going to bury the nuclear waste right in your own backyard. Yeah, people were outraged. You know what happened? And as he said, uh, nuclear. Yeah. Britney Spears' movie Crossroads came out one day before he made that Dude, announcement. 10 out of 10 movie. Literally, nobody was even paying attention to his announcement because they were obsessed <laughs> with... With the debut of Britney Spears' first film, Crossroads. That was a weird time. They, they coincided. You're like making me, you're, you're, uh, you're giving me like a, like a, a, a okay, a hold nostalgia on. blast. Yeah, hold on. It gets, it gets even deeper. Okay. Sometime in 2002. Okay. It's been confirmed that Carl Rove, senior advisor and chief of staff for the mm. president, President Bush. He was seen <clears throat> canoodling with Britney Spears at a Cirque du Soleil show in Rome. Now, there's no definitive proof, but this story is circulating that Karl Rove and Britney Spears were, quote, canoodling in Rome around okay. this time. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Condoleezza <laughs> Rice to show up in this. Or Cheney. Oh, oh, it gets even deeper. It gets even deeper. Let me let me check my notes here. All right, how about this, bro? <laughs> August 28th, uh -huh. 2003. George Bush declares victory in the war in Iraq. Still probably the funniest moment <laughs> in history. Just I'll, I'll repeat the date. August 28th, 2003, we did it. <laughs> Motherfucker came in with a fucking, like, on a jet. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, he officially declared <laughs> mission accomplished <laughs> on Operation Iraqi Freedom. Do you think someone owns that banner? That was, that he, like, didn't it say, like, mission, dude, oh, man, that was such a crazy moment in American yeah, history. Yeah, but within a few months, it became clear that the mission was not accomplished <laughs> and George Bush's approval ratings plummeted from almost a very high 70% to a new year low of 50% in just yeah. a matter of weeks. So of course, Britney Spears was dispatched okay. to distract the public from this, from this faux pas. What happens? The infamous, Madonna kiss oh. on the 2003 VMAs. I don't remember that. You don't remember when she uh, made out with Madonna on TV? No. Well, it was featured on the front page of newspapers wow. all over the country. Cause Britney Spears is out here to distract every time Bush, <laughs> every time he fucks up, they're like, Britney fuck I fucked up again. We need you to go out and do something crazy, some crazy shit. So that America is not worrying about what I said. And they're worrying about what you said. I need you, Britney. I need you, Britney. And you might think that's bullshit. You might think like, 
Britney Spears is not going to have that kind of relationship with President Bush. Mm. You might think that. You might actually fucking think that. No, I believe it. Well, listen to this. In September of 2003, September 3rd, Britney Spears was giving an interview to Tucker Carlson on CNN's Crossfire. This was 2003. Dude, Tucker Carlson was on CNN? In 2003, uh, they had bipartisan uh, pundits. He was interviewing Britney Spears and he said, a lot of entertainers have come out against the conflict in Iraq. Have you? And Britney Spears responded about her dear best friend. She said, honestly, honestly, y'all, I think we should just trust our president in every decision he makes and should support that, you know, be faithful in what happens. Okay. Britney Spears is best friends with President Bush. Of course she'd say that. She's asleep herself. I mean, she was very rich at the time. Um, In 2004, do you remember somebody called Scooter Libby? There was no. a controversy in 2004 about a guy named Scooter Libby, and he was about to go on trial uh, with the Supreme Court, I believe, because he had leaked some names of CIA agents, and he was like in. This was like huge controversy for the Bush administration. Uh The day before he goes on trial, Britney Spears gets married in Las Vegas to her childhood friend. 55 hours later, the marriage is annulled. Oh. Yeah, 55 hours just there for the distraction. In 2006, Bush's approval rating is at an all-time low, and Britney Spears is seen driving her infant son Preston on her lap rather than a car seat. I remember that. You don't remember that? No, I said I remember that. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Her son does amazing Dragon Ball Z drawings. Really? Yeah, she posts them on Instagram. It always makes me laugh. Well, I think I'm missing a page here, but that's the end of my notes. Because, uh, well, actually, no, there was one more. She shaved her head in 2007. Yeah, yeah. uh, And I don't have the... Final note. All right. And then the final one is in February of 2007, President Bush announces the reformation of Al-Qaeda, which is bad news. Mm, Mission unaccomplished. Mission unaccomplished. That is the week that Britney Spears shaves her head. Really? And enters rehab. Mm. Hmm. In 2008, George Bush leaves office. And Britney Spears never has an outburst ever again. Now, you may think it's because she was placed in a conservative ship with her her father in 2008. Or maybe the reins were just passed over from the Bush administration. To her dad? To her dad, who was complicit in the whole thing. I could see her dad being like a big Bush head and uh, being the, you know, the through line. Mm-hmm. Like Bush was like, get Britney's dad on the phone. Get, get, what's his name? John, John, John Spears. John Spears. Get John Sean, Spears. get Sean Spears on the line. Sean Spears on the uh, line. I need the chairman. <laughs> I need the chairman. I actually have a tidbit about Britney Spears. I don't know if this is, uh, if it's cool if I yeah. say this real quick. Totally. Uh, it's also about NSYNC. I, I thought this was extremely interesting, but uh, the per- there's this one guy that produced her songs and InSync's songs. No, Backstreet Boys. And he was a Swedish person. 
And I, I think English was kind of his second language. Or uh-huh. and he would write weird lyrics. So that's why you have hit me baby one more time. Like it doesn't make any sense. And then uh uh what's the Backstreet Boys hit? Uh, I want it uh that way or the fuck. You are my fight. Yeah. That song. If you really listen to the lyrics, none of it makes sense. They uh the record label said this doesn't make sense. Like these lyrics, you have to write uh another version where the lyrics make sense. And uh they did that and you could find it. It's like a B side. They decided to go with the one that didn't make any sense because they thought it was more catchy. It's just funny to think about that, that like it, that was all just one guy. Not yeah, really. I heard with Hit Me Baby one more time. He thought that uh, in America, people referred to like cell phone calls as like hitting. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Hit me back on my cell phone. And he thought like, oh, hit me is like what you say instead of call me. Yeah. So it's funny. Like I, it, it did. That didn't make sense to me for years or like I didn't think about it for years. And it's like once someone kind of. Hit me baby one more time. It's kind of fucked up. Right. Uh, Once someone explained that to me, I felt like uh, I saw the world the way Roddy Piper does and they live. Like I was (laughs) like, oh, glasses on. I see all the freaks. All the pop songs aren't in English. Whoa. Well, uh, that's something we can explore on another episode, but I think that wraps us up for today. Hell yeah. Thanks for watching, everybody. We enjoy your support. Uh, See you next time. Good night. Bye. Bye.